This is episode number 263 of the To Birth and Beyond podcast. We're so excited to have you with us on this episode of To Birth and Beyond. I'm Jesse Mundell, mom, kinesiologist, and fitness coach to pregnant and current moms. And I'm Anita Lambert, mom, pelvic health and orthopedic physiotherapist with a focus on women's health. On the show, we provide information and education on fitness, the pelvic floor, fertility, pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and women's health. We offer a brave space to have candid and vulnerable conversations on the struggles and joys of motherhood, including all aspects of our physical, mental, and emotional health. While you're listening in, please remember that the information on the show is not meant to diagnose or treat any medical conditions. Please speak with your medical provider for all things related to your healthcare. We're so excited to have you. Let's dive into today's show. Hello, friends. It's Jesse. Before we get into today's show, I wanted to let you know that I have now opened applications for one-on-one private online fitness coaching clients to start working with me for January. I'm so excited because I generally only work with a couple people a year in this capacity, but now have some space to bring a few more folks in. So if you are at any stage of your pregnancy, postpartum, or parenthood journey, and you want to really spend some more attention or have some more structure in place to working with your strength, fitness, core, or pelvic health goals in an explicitly non-diet capacity with me as your coach. I would be so jazzed to see your application come through. I'm only taking on three, maybe four people. So the spaces are limited. We'll get you all the details you need to get set up so you're ready to rock on your brand new fitness program for the beginning of January. So if you want more deeds, if this is something that's interesting to you, again, the spaces will fill quickly, but you can go to the link in today's show notes to get all the details and really looking forward to seeing your application come through. Hey friends, welcome on to To Birth and Beyond. It's Jesse Mundell. I am here with you for a solo episode today. And I want to take this time to talk to you about how we can go into the new year, into 2023, and really focus on building a healthier relationship to exercise as we do that. So I'm going to give you the top five things that might be helpful for you to be thinking about, be taking with you as you practice really ditching this all or nothing mentality when it comes to movement and exercise, but also how you can really start to untangle exercise being tied to body composition change. And really, when I say that, I mean, How can you stop thinking about exercise being about controlling your body size, maintaining your body size, or making your body smaller? So how can we go into the new year, especially when we know that the marketing and messaging around fitness in the fitness industry is going to be like very new year, new you, a lot of gross, harmful messaging that will probably be coming at you in terms of diety and diety culture 
type stuff. How can we avoid that? How can we step away from that? If you feel like you are just so done with that, so tired of it, so exhausted by so much of your mental energy being, you know, given to exercise, so much time thinking about exercise, doing the right plan, doing enough, not doing enough, all the thoughts that might come with it. If you're just really wanting to build this flexible, really healthy for you relationship with exercise that can kind of ebb and flow with your life over the next year, that's what we're going to talk about. So let's dive in. Number one, I want you to spend time thinking about and understanding your thoughts and your feelings with your desire to exercise. And I want you to figure out what that is right now. And I want you to continue to check back in with them. So often you'll hear people talk about figuring out your why. And this is for a variety of different things, all things that we do in our life. What is the why? And I want you absolutely to consider your why or the whys, these reasons why you want to be engaging in movement. But more importantly than that, I want you to continue to return to this because it's going to shift and it's normal that it will shift and change because you and the circumstances of your life are going to shift and change too over this coming year. You're a human person living a human life, and there's going to be a lot that goes on for us. So know that this is going to be a journey and what you need in some phases and stages of your life. It's just going to be different than the version of you two years from now, five years from now. So this why is for right now. Continue to check back in with yourself in each movement session, in each workout, three months down the road, whenever you kind of remind yourself of this and just see, is it the same? Has something changed? Why do I have this desire to exercise? If my body is going to stay the same shape and size, then what else is there for me? And this is something that I talk about with our two pregnancy and beyond clients, which is our online fitness coaching program for pregnant and postpartum people and parents of any stage. But we talk about this a lot because body composition change is not a part of our coaching within that program or any of the programs that we offer. So the knowing is this exercise plan is not meant to change your body shape. I'm not guiding you to get a smaller body. So then what else is there for you? What else is there for you in wanting to build a regular routine of movement and exercise into your life? And we'll talk more in just a few minutes on what a regular routine is, but just know that it's probably less than what you might be thinking about what that preconceived notion about exercising consistently might be. Okay, so that's number one. So understand your thoughts and feelings 
about your desire to exercise and continue to check back in with yourself about it. Number two, I want you to practice exercising when it is inconvenient. So if you are someone living a full life, if you are a parent, if you have been kind of struggling with building regular movement into your life, I want you to start and continue to practice exercising when it's inconvenient. Stop waiting for the right time because there just isn't one. For most of us, again, we're living full lives. If you're a parent, if you're an entrepreneur, the right time probably isn't going to appear. So when I tell my clients, practice exercising when it's inconvenient, that is also going to mean this might not be when you're going to fit in a full workout and can you start anyways? You have this 15-minute block. Can you get in the first half of the workout? Is that a real possibility for you? Can we do half the workout now and come back to the other half tomorrow or in two days' time? When you practice exercising when it's inconvenient, it teaches you about what good workouts or successful workouts are or are not. It really helps you to redefine what is worth it or useful for you. And over time, you're going to hopefully see that smaller chunks, little bits are still worth it. For a lot of us, we come to exercise with these ideas that it needs to be 30 minutes, 45 minutes, 60 minutes of full out exercise, uninterrupted, alone, at the gym, sweating, jumping around, doing all the things, lifting the heaviest weights, having lots of energy. And if you are in pregnancy, postpartum, or parenthood, It might have been a while since you have felt that. You know, it's so funny. I always still think about this and especially lately because sleep in this house has been not excellent, but my kids are four and seven. And these are the times when I resonate with that saying of postpartum is forever because my sleep is still interrupted seven years later often and it's so frustrating but I see people who are training hard sometimes in my feed on the internet and I know for me that that's still not what I can do or what I would want to do I don't have the energy for that I don't have the recovery for that I don't want to be spending my time and my energy in those ways I know some of you listening in probably do But again, if you're someone like me who doesn't like love, love, love exercise, you like moving, you like the benefits you get from it, you like how you feel during and after, just know that we don't need to do full out, full on working at an eight, nine out of 10 to actually experience benefits from exercise. It can be a few exercises here, half a workout here 
coming back to things over and over again. Okay, so that's number two. Practice exercising when it is inconvenient, when the time does not feel right. Number three, I want you to think about exercising intuitively. However, we need to adjust our understanding about intuitive exercise as well, I think. So intuitive exercise, if you have heard or not heard this term, it's not waiting to exercise until you feel motivated, until you feel like, yes, I'm so ready. I want to get this workout in right now. I feel like I haven't experienced that feeling (laughs) in also the better part of a decade. Stop waiting for the motivation to come. Okay? Stop waiting to feel motivated before you start the exercise, the movement session, the workout, whatever it is. Know that the motivation comes with your exposure to doing the thing because doing the thing is going to give you the result. And that feeling, that sensation in your body, that impact on your mental, emotional health, your mood, your improved sleep, that is actually what is going to remind us of the benefits. That's a reminder of motivation, of why we continue to show up, why we continue to come back to our movement practice. So you're probably not going to feel like, hell yes, I'm so in for this workout. I can't wait to do these five sets of 10 overhead presses. Maybe that's not the thing. The thing is, you know, after this, I'm going to feel more clarity in my brain. I know my low back pain, my pelvic pain is going to be chilled out. The other thing, however, is that intuitive exercise is also being attuned to your body going into and during the workout. So this doesn't mean that you push through everything and anything. It means that you are attuned to the sensations in your body and to your energy. And if you're 10 minutes in and still feeling dread about doing this walk or this workout, that is also not the vibe that we want. So intuitive exercise is knowing when you need to nudge yourself and it's knowing when you need to rein it in. And this is going to be something that you need to practice This is going to take exposure and there's no right and wrong here. It's just continuing to try. All right. So number three was just knowing that intuitive exercise is knowing when to nudge yourself and when to rein it in. And that's a practice that you're going to work on developing. You're not going to wait till you're motivated to start. And also, if you're continuing to experience dread, we need to adjust. Okay, number four, I want you to set super realistic goals, very realistic goals. This will be something that feels like you can get this in. You can fit this amount of movement in 
to your week. However, it might nudge you a bit to get there. So a healthy nudging. For me, that generally looks like two strength training workouts a week. And I want to walk, leisurely stroll on another two, three days a week. For most of our clients, they're doing about the same. Good workout schedules, quote unquote good, are probably not going to be the five, six days a week of intense movement for basically anyone who's listening into this podcast right now. We really need to take a look at our actual lives and figure out what can happen and not just what can happen, but what we can plan for, what we need to ask for, what we need to inform the family of that we need. All this will come into setting these super realistic goals. But this is really what I call the minimum effective dose. This is what we talk about with our clients again into pregnancy and beyond is setting these minimum effective doses for yourself. What is the least amount of movement that I know that helps me to be well and to feel well? And again, for me, that looks like usually two workouts a week of that structured strength training and then walking time added on to that. So figure this out for yourself. Set those super realistic goals. Less truly is more. Find your minimum effective dose. Okay, and then last one, number five, I want you to set yourself up for success. So this will come with setting those really realistic goals your minimum effective dose. So that is absolutely part of it. But then also check in with yourself. What do you need right now to be successful with this plan? Do you need to follow a program? Do you need to follow along with videos, on-demand type videos, where someone is leading you through a class? Do you need to go outside of your house to the gym Is it actually possible for you to go outside your home on a regular basis to go to the gym? Or do you need to mostly be working out from home? Can you sign up for a class? Are those things going to be helpful for you? Or maybe you're someone who just wants to say, I'm going to exercise on Tuesdays and Thursdays at one o'clock and I'm good to just wing it. I can just schedule that into my calendar. I know at one o'clock I'm going to have that space and time and I'm just going to walk. I'm going to do four strength training exercises on that day, just whatever I feel like. I'm just going to roll around on the floor for my mobility training. So know yourself. Do you need a bit more structure? And structure doesn't have to be scary. Structure doesn't have to mean intensity. Structure doesn't have to mean failure if you don't stick to that plan. Structure is just creating these bounds for yourself to find success within that. Know what you need. Do you need the structure or do you need the space? When it comes down to it, we just want you to be able to find 
what is actually going to help you to be well and to feel well. All right, so quick rundown. If you are just ready to ditch this all or nothing feelings about exercise that you need to be doing the most, and if you're not doing the most, you're doing nothing, we don't need to live in that place anymore. You can change how you relate to exercise, but it's going to take some effort, mental effort. It's going to take you coming back and checking in with yourself and challenging your beliefs and stories about exercise. Okay. And also, if you are just absolutely done with this feeling of exercise constantly being tied to your body composition, and you can't imagine how you're going to continue to live like this for another year, another decade, we can shift this too. So, number one, you're going to understand your thoughts and your feelings about your desire to exercise. What is it about? If your body composition is not going to get smaller, then what else is there for you? Number two, you're going to stop waiting for the right time to exercise. You're going to practice exercising when it's inconvenient. Number three, yes, we're going to practice intuitive exercise, but that does not mean waiting for the motivation to get started. Intuitive exercise is knowing when to nudge yourself and also knowing when to rein it in or switch it up. Number four, you're going to set those realistic goals for yourself. Figure out your minimum effective dose. What's the least amount of exercise you want to do each week that helps you to be physically, mentally, and emotionally well? And number five, setting yourself up for success. Do you need some more structure in place? Is space better for you do you need to schedule those workouts in at a particular day and time or do you know i'm good to know i want to get those two workouts in this week and as long as i get one in earlier during the week and one on the weekend then i'm usually set okay friends so take these with you into 2023 and I really hope that they can help you build a healthier relationship to exercise and your body in the year to come. We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of the To Birth and Beyond podcast. You can find any links or resources we discussed in the show notes at tobirthandbeyond.com. And if you enjoyed today's show, we would love for you to leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe to the To Birth and Beyond podcast in iTunes or Stitcher. 